We're about to have a key feed. Brought to you by Black in the Garden. It's the plant Kiki, y'all. Hello, everybody. Hello. It is your girl, Cola B. Talking, the hostess with the mostest. And I'm here on the plant Kiki for the reboot. Because we just, we was, we was gone. You know, various reasons, various things, various people. There are, mm-hmm. there's a few of us trying to pull this thing together. Not trying to, we are. But for a moment, we weren't. And that's fine because you love us and that's why you're here. So on this particular episode, we are joined by the esteemed Camille, who is currently literally in the midst of the storm. In the middle of the storm, in the eye, right in the center. In the midst, not the mist. The mist is what comes from (laughs) the, the humidifier. Okay, for those of you who are grammatically challenged, she's in the midst. M-I-D-S-T. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Get us right, because she's a blurred. <laughs> in the mist, in the middle. So what's you coming to us in the spirit of uh, a frosty? What's happening? I am coming to you in the spirit of keeping warm. I'm coming to you in the spirit of gratitude for this here roof and warm room and food. That's it? That's it. On snowy days, you just wanna be warm, dry and fed. And we got that and I'm glad for it. I felt that, I was thinking about before we got started, I was like, yo, I'm really feeling the gratitude. You know, I'm I'm, I'm definitely feeling the gratitude. I'm definitely uh, joining you in that spirit. You know, um, I'm gonna go last though, cause that's gonna be the segue into what we're about to do. (laughs) Am I going to go last? No, I'm going to go ahead and go because uh, Derek, the chocolate botanist, is here as well. But he is. I am. Oh, there you go. There you go. Go ahead. Derek. There we go. go ahead. No, you go ahead, Cola. Ladies first. Oh, thank you. I'm a lady. Okay. It I'm doesn't a gentleman. Matter how many swear words I use. That's right. Exactly. I'm That's a lady. right. All right. Goddamn. Okay. So I am coming in the spirit of our forgotten ancestors oh the yes. ones who didn't make the history books the mm-hmm. ones who perhaps did not even you know get a word in the oral history of things and it's so many stories we'll never know we'll never know we'll never know and it, but i'm gonna save the rest for when we I'm, I'm gonna come back to that when we get into the the meat of this thing that we are doing here on the kiki on today we got a few announcements first but but first, first, Derek, hello. Ah, uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Oh, you just, they can't, they can't see us. Let's just. They can't on. see you looking all cute. They, they, they don't can, see you they looking can feel all it. They can they feel, feel the it. chocolate in their veins. <laughs> they can they feel They don't see us. you looking all adorable. <laughs> they can they can feel it in their spirit if they if they close their eyes and pretend hard enough you can see me I'm watching you all the mm-hmm. time even when you think I'm not um what am I in the spirit of let's see you know what I was thinking of what I was going to say and I think I'm just going to take a real left field I'm coming in the spirit of my black dragon Sansa Vera because like the black dragon mm-hmm. you know me and that black dragon have a lot in common you know, I'll let your minds go ahead and wander real quick, but oh, we're Lord. both resilient. We're both resilient and we're both. That's tough. right. That's, That's right. So you thought and black and beautiful. Nasty. Black and beautiful. You thought it was going to go somewhere nasty, but not today. Not <laughs> At today. least not right now. Okay. At least not right now. <laughs> it's, it's the word to start with. It's like the implication of the word. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. I started so off like exactly. Boom. I was going to get you, but I didn't. Sometimes you you come in with the uh with the jump scare. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not literally, but you know, sometimes he's really with the jump. It. That's what happens, the jump scare. That's what happens, but that's a whole nother story within itself. And the laugh just hits you right in the gut and then in the <laughs> gut doubled over, like, what did he just say? Because I'm so hilarious and I tickle myself. And as long as I laugh, I'm funny. I know it. <laughs> I'm oh, is that mistake. what you call it? Is that what you're uh-huh. tickling Hilarious. yourself? <laughs> tickling myself. 
I do it often in daily. You know what? <laughs> I don't know if you meant to say what you just said, <laughs> but I heard hilarious, and that made me think about like using comedy to heal. It's certainly a part of the agenda on yes. on any episode. On, on, so any episode. on any episode. Because I mean, the Bible says laughter is like a good medicine, so it's there. Indeed, and amen. Amen. See, amen. Cola, you be hitting the people with little factoids, and let and that's the why you're a legend. Amen. No, 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 no. You've been hitting the people <laughs> with little factoids. I mean, that's why you're a whole legend. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with nobody that that wants to make that claim. Uh, right, I will right. go ahead and receive it. Receive okay. it. Receive it. Receive it. I'll put your hands up. Receive it. I'm trying to get into the Black history books, all right? So yes. let us commence, all right? But before we go any further, let's be real clear about how we gonna do this thing because we didn't make it clear. That's my fault. I will take full accountability for that. You know how some people don't take accountability and they know that they wrong and they just keep on going. Mm-hmm. Act like act like, like people who are like, yeah, let's go ahead and storm this capital and exactly. then when people drag them off of a exactly. plane. They're like, well, I didn't and then somebody know. else did it. You know, like, I didn't know the president should pardon me. He don't. I get what you're saying, Cole. That's a great example, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because you know we could kind of circle around to some current events or whatever. But at the same time, that's kind of like old news. It's an old administration. Oh. Uh, we are so pleased. It's so last year. It's. <laughs> I mean, not- I wouldn't even say it's last year. I would say that is so last administration. Yeah, it is last administration. But see, when so it comes to that up. level, look, I I don't let that go. People will like to remember the atrocities <laughs> or the the stereotypes of black people. So I'm going to remember these ghetto wonky people, That's these true. goofy people That's true. who went on who tried Tell to get it. on these planes and was drug off because it tickles me when I see these people get <laughs> drug out of restaurants when I wearing their mask. I laugh, I holler, I scream. Yeah. And I thank God for the laughter. As you should, because really, let us be clear, you know, uh, the the three of us all here are highly melanated individuals, blessed and highly melanated if you're into it. And the thing about it is, you know, uh, in our observations, in our experience, we know it to be true that when one of the Blacks shows out, then a lot of the Blacks be like, oh my God, they just messing it up for everybody. And it's just like, wait a minute now. She don't speak for me. Right. Exactly. That foolishness is over exactly. there. That is not just because she she out of her mind don't mean that that is representative of me over here trying to stay in my mind. Okay. Right. So that, but then when the the non-melanated ones or or the white folks, if you're, you know, whatever, um, when they be the showing poorly seasoned. The, there's the privilege. I mean, that's the word. You know, we we ought to have learned. If we ain't learned nothing else last year from all the foolishment of last year, then we ought to know that when it comes to that word privilege, that is one thing that we don't quite have uh, right to the to the extent where we can be out here showing out in such right a way. right. So when one of us live. does it, they just lump us all in, whether we want them to or not. When we one of us does it, we, we get shot. That. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah, are killed exactly. and murdered. So Just, we don't have that luxury mm-mm. to be wild and emotional because we have to stay mm. in check. Yeah. Rational. You know what I'm saying? Maybe unless you're a Kanye, I don't know, but we ain't going to sully mm-mm. too much of the, the episode getting into all of that. I was just trying to say, because we got on a, 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 a nice little st- tangent, but it was a necessary tangent. So that's the thing. But the schedule, it, it's very simple. Uh, initially, we were like, yo, we're going to drop three episodes a month. We're going to take a week off. Boom, boom, boom. So you're going to get three episodes. You get a bye week. And then, you know, we'll be back after that. But, you know, I just recognized in the interest of the sustainability of the show, because we wanted to keep going. We don't want to just be in and out and like, oh, we gone, we back. No, we we ain't going to play with y'all like that. So let's let us instill a bit of structure and let us make sure that it be known henceforth. 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 Okay. That was, that was my little, um, yes. 
Yeah, you felt that. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be every other week. So it's that simple. So you love That's us it. this week. You miss us next week. And we come <laughs> back and love us again. Yes. We'll that and we'll just keep yes. this toxic cycle going. We just... <laughs> Cause ain't that like That's a fun though? Cause look, uh-huh. life life be getting in the way and throwing monkey riches and plans. There's a saying that I love that mm-hmm. I oft repeat. That I oft repeat, and it goes something like this: <clears throat> The best laid plans will not get you laid like you planned. And you it just—that's a whole message. It just bees like that sometimes. I felt that. You felt I that, need right? that on a t-shirt. I did. Because the best laid plans won't yes. get your ass laid like yes. you planned. Yes. I, I would go. Certainly, I have been there. You know, sometimes some apps just don't really be yeah. delivering. Yes, exactly. On their promises. You, you could get all the ducks in a row and shit just come through like, blam, not today. It's not, not going so down like that. Yeah, <laughs> We can only crazy goose come through and kick everything over. Yes, you can. You know, you you prepare for the best, and no, what is it? No, I'm now now. Okay, prepare for the worst. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. That is it. That's it. So say that in reference to the plants. Like I said, we can only control ourselves. We can't even exactly, exactly, exactly. I spray I sprayed all these bitches with that stuff I found on the dark web hoping that this very dry winter they would not get the spider mites and the spider mites they got they did so the the alocasia Derek correct me because I stay mispronouncing it it's always alocasia what alocasia alocasia what how do I say it I thought we were alocasia alocasia I don't know yeah alocasia you have it I I hear it different ways and I'm, I'm like which is right but you know, there's no the, such thing as right. That's true. That's true. Oh, so I, I sprayed, I prepared, I did all that I thought was necessary mm-hmm. and good to guard against spider mites. But alas, they are raging, waging a vicious war against my plants. Why and must it? That is unfortunate. I don't understand it. I don't get it. And how's just, that going now? Well, I think I got them beat for now, but I mean, I thought I had them beat b- before. So, it, you, you know. You thought you left that shit last year. Yes, huh? exactly. I thought that was so 2020. I thought that was behind me. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I. In the dark web. I'm sorry, Dad. You what did. You she did casually mention that dark web. But, you know, these, these <laughs> insects, these things, you know, I was talking to Cartraz earlier today about his threat problem, right? We love us uh, we what, do. What's his Instagram handle for those? Because you know a lot. Black of our- boy plant joy. Yeah. If you don't know his Instagram handle, there's something wrong with you. you yeah. But, but sometimes people don't be knowing the names behind the handles, and right. we really do love us some Cartres. So shout out to him. We do. If we do. But I was talking. I was having a little conversation with him, and you know the thing I was trying to get to with him was you know sometimes you got to use the roughest chemicals and the most you know, poisonous yep. mess because these insects, these animals, these pests, fungi and everything have existed for millennia. And for millennia, they have just been trying to live. Yep. That's so, and even sometimes you, that won't do. I mean, that shit, I had to wear a hazmat and stay out of the room for 12 hours after I sprayed it. And they still came back. And they still came back. I, yeah, they, it's not, it's not, commercially so, uh, sold is some shit that I'm not supposed to get my hands on. I feel like we ought not allegedly to what that is. Allegedly, allegedly. she's not supposed to get her hand on. I just allegedly. feel like we just you, playing, you told me once before, don't name the name. I'm not going to name the name. No, we, we're going to leave that a mystery. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I would advise y'all to slide in her DMs about that, but let's just... If you slide in your, her DMs, use a government plan, we're going to get you. <laughs> we're not having that so, no we ain't going out like that all Mm-mm. right so i want to wish you all listening since we are back in a new year 
But let me be more specific as to how I like to reference the day that we are recording on, which is the first day of February, the first day of Black History. Yes. That I like to, because you know, I always like to add a little extra something, something to it. I'm calling it Negro New Year. Okay. Negro New Year. Why not? I like it. Now, is this like Negro Solstice? Do we get superpowers this time or is that like not a thing? This is when the powers really are at their strongest. Yes. Yeah. I've been waiting. I got some people I need to tear up and I'm waiting for them, them powers to cut off. Waiting for them powers to <laughs> come in, right? I don't know if I need to pay like uh, Dr. Umar or go ahead and throw a tribute to CD or something. You know, no, I'm not them. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not about to have these sympathizers. <laughs> trying to tear us down you know what i'm saying they're a very resilient bunch and i got respect for them you know because i feel like similar to those um those uh pests that we just mentioned not calling y'all pests whoever y'all sebi sympathizers are yeah please but i will say you are resilient y'all and all you want to do Really, the, the reason why you into all of all of that is just because you you want you you feel like that's what you need to thrive. And and I respect somebody that want to thrive. Hey, nah. hey, you you nah. clean it up really beautiful. You I made that nah. real beautiful. She did a good job with that. Didn't she, she did a good it? job, but I'm not co-signing. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna co-sign on that one necessarily. I will say they are I will say they are a group of resilient people because they in the are. face of facts, in the face of facts, they say no. But <laughs> They'd be like, nah. How you know nothing about this thing? I'm gonna get up in this plan. I'm gonna get all up in it. And I'm like, I'm a whole botanist. This man, oh, we don't believe in academics. And I'm like, but well, he said he was a Wait, doctor. What? Wait, what? Yeah, what? I, what? Yeah, they, they told me that they in the group I was in. This is on Clubhouse. We getting on a tangent. I'm sorry, part of people. Uh-oh. But they were talking about how it was elitist for us with degrees to mention our degrees and say why we were upset. Cause they were like, oh, some of y'all are upset. You got anger in your heart. And people were like, we're upset because we see our people who are following a series of principles that were said by this man and other people that just weren't, they're not accurate. They're not scientifically sound. Like, and even as a whole botanist here, I will try to tell people like, when you say, oh, see, we found all these answers. Anything that anybody should find, if it's a true find, science should be able to understand it. Like the whole thing of ginger working with your stomach, that's a whole scientific thing. The whole thing of garlic being antiviral and all that stuff, that's a whole scientific thing. Artemisia Artemisia fighting malaria. Again, this wasn't just the people in the woods said it and that was it and Africa said that's it. But the people were able to refine that and figure out, okay, let's work with the the medicinal people, these knowledgeable tribal people and figure it out versus just being like, no, we don't trust them. Because it's elitist, but we we want to call him Doctor CB because it that it is... reminds us of elitism. And I was like, that doesn't that is not adding up. But it's okay if any of you are angry about the things I'm saying about CB, please at me and not the plan. Oh my god! I field I field all questions, and I got time for everything. When it comes to that particular subject, Derek absolutely wants the smoke. So yes, just he wants the smoke. It. All when right. I breathe in the smoke, and I say. <clears throat> That's good. And you know what? I'm I'm happy that somebody is out there really fighting a good fight against the nonsense, Derek. So I commend you and applaud you for that. There's that. Thank you. Because it's it's rough because y'all know I'm a whole internet troll. So I try to be like, hey, y'all, let's talk about the education versus me laughing at people. But I, I do a decent job, I like to feel. So there's you know, that, but I thank you for it. You said something about the academic elitism. And so... Let me lead with this. It's yes, get into it. I know. We, I know where you're going. Get into it. No, you're gonna be surprised. Okay. The concept is cost per wear. Okay. If you are an academic, a scholar, a degree carrying scholar, then cost per wear. It's like, bitch, you gonna know about this degree at every yes. utterance that I possibly can utter it that I received one. I work hard for the shit and still paying for it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Still well, paying for it. I thought I was going to go though. <laughs> I thought she was going to talk about elitism in the plant world, the bullshit that is oh. happening. Well, 
is there something new happening? Because, you know, no, it's-, it's the same old, same old, but it just seems to have really ratcheted up since quarantine. I mean, some of these prices out here are just insane. Well, they know. They know people are bored. They know people are now getting in the plants, people who weren't plant enthusiasts or botanical, horticultural, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. are now getting in the plants. They're now trying to fix their yards up and grow victory gardens of their own or do this and that and the other. So they know, look, let me prophesize or profitize off of this. For real. And get these people money because they don't know what's up. And a lot of people will just go and buy everything. Like I had a deacon of my church. He went and, you know, I let him know because I knew how it is. Like if you want to make rain barrels, because you go deep into it and you want to get into it, don't go and buy these barrels from these people off the internet because I can give you everything for free. Because again, right. we throw it away at the job, and that's just a way for me to say, oh, you man, know, I'm I wish you were community. closer. I would come get me some shit. I wish all of y'all were closer. Rain barrels. Like, you want to make rain barrels? You can get one of them big blue dumb barrels and drums, and then you can retrofit it. Or you trying to make a bucket to get your vegetables in, or to carry around water, like. I literally get this stuff from the job, mm. allegedly, and I bring it home <laughs> and I use it and I'm able to, you know, use all of that. And again, I've helped nonprofits with, by giving away, like Pete, we were just going to throw away soil or here's a fertilizer to somebody, here's this, or, you know, it's inorganic, but it'll work just like anything else, you know, have fun and go for it. But again, repurposing people, People don't, yeah, upcycling and repurposing is like Mm -hmm. lit. But people just, these companies know what they're doing. And they know like they can come and say, hey, I want you to buy this rare Monastera Deliciosa. If they don't stop slapping rare on every friggin' thing, oh my God. Rare and exotic. And I'm like, but it's not from America. So every, all of these houseplants are exotic. exotic. Exactly. They're all exotic. What are you talking about? But you so, know what's really where? What's that? Common sense. Common sense. <laughs> Say that again. Common you done, sense. You done said a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. It's specifically a reference to the fools who are out here buying up some plants that are priced way out of, way out of the orbit. Just- of beyond anything that is reasonable and it just creates this whole culture of have and have not people use the plant as a status these ain't no damn status symbols these are living things living things and it's just like it's out of control it infuriates me and delicate at that delicate right respect Mm -mm -mm. pay some damn respect. respect so let us we vented and and I know y'all feel it. And y'all uh, email us at theplantkiki at gmail.com if you want to, you know, let us know how you feeling uh, because we are definitely interested and we'll, we'll be connecting with yes. our listeners, our audience a lot more in this upcoming year. We'll figure that out. We're, like we're making this up as we go along. I'm not going to lie. We're not. I mean, we are, but you get what I'm trying to say. We got some ideas. But we do have ideas. I mean, the creativity is definitely there. There's things that are kind of planned, but also at the same time, very much impromptu. So we're having a good time. At some point, one of our other hosts might jump in. Just play along. Just act Just like play along. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to give a shout out to one of our very very enthusiastic supporters uh brie also known on the gram as nurture topia ah yes okay she is just what a spirit i just she's been a supporter of black in the garden for it feels like the whole damn time and i am mad at that day ones day ones see that's if day one was a person it would be her it would be her Mm -hmm. We love to see it. So I was scrolling on the ground, matter of factly, you know, since we love facts. <laughs> <laughs> and what I came across was news to me because, and, and this is what I said to her in the comments is that I, one of the things that I love about Black History Month is what I get to learn about events and people and all kind of stuff, you know, all my ancestry, all my skin folk. And just all of the the amazingness of it. 
And so we are actually going to get into a Black history uh, subject matter on um, in just a moment. But what I wanted to lead with first is I'm just going to read straight from what she posted, which I don't have the source and it's fine because I'm going to cite her as the source. But what she said was Black, the Black History Month theme for 2021 is the Black family, representation, identity, oh, yeah. and diversity. Now, what I didn't know was that there was themes every year. I did not know that either. I saw that also. and oh, I've seen it I, last year. I, too, was unfamiliar with the annual theme. It was news to me. I was I was this day old when I learned this. <laughs> I was today I heard about old. it last year. Yes, I was Both today was. old. Yes. We was the, we was twins. Yes, okay. we was twins. Look at y'all so, born. Same hospital. <laughs> Where we you know, might as well be. Yes. So the theme is set every year by the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. And of course, uh the the um illustrious Dr. Carter G. Woodson founded that association in 1915. And like I said, I am reading from the caption of her beautiful post, which features her beautiful family. You had to be there. Oh, I'm going to go look right now. I'm going to put her name in the show notes so that you can, it's just, and, and then it makes sense what I say when I'm like, she is so dope and, and sweet and supportive and you tend to take on those kind of characteristics when you are raised in a supportive environment, you know, and, and generally that happens when you are raised in a supportive family. And that don't mean that you can't be that if you didn't have that. Because, right. You know, plenty of people do, but we talk about her right now. So shout out to that and Carter G. Woodson, who admittedly, it's like, that's a, a, a name that I hear definitely education of a negro right and i did not read that and you know I'll, i'm getting there um but i can't say that i know specific facts about carter G. can you tell me something Camille? it was about a thousand years ago when i read that so alas i cannot i did recently pull it out though from my 15 year old to read it and see now that makes sense because the youth them need to be yes. on yes. all these things so that and that it, it was literally probably about a hundred years ago not a hundred maybe 87 I mean, you the one that graduated from hogwarts so it's like and you it can was, be whatever age it was Very a long well ass good. time ago i read it mm -hmm. during the height of my uh one of my many nicknames is camillitant because you know Ooh. i can be during the height of that period you was wearing a lot of black leather then? Always. You had a beret? Uh, of course. I need some pictures. I need some pictures <laughs> of this. Please send them to me. I'm ready. Yeah, Always. All right. I hit them. I hit you with them. Please do. My dad was a panther. Really? Yeah. Did, was he with the original founding people or was he just in one of the uh, satellite? Yeah, he was one of, with the original founding people and he worked with that law firm that helped... Uh, that defended um, Elaine Brown and Bobby Seale. It Let was, me find out your pappy knew uh, Thomas Wyatt Turner. I don't know. He is one of the founding members of that organization and the NAACP. And he's the first black man to receive his PhD in botany, I believe. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. Say that name again. Cause you know. Right. Yeah. Look, I'm taking notes. Thomas Wyatt Turner. I feel like I've heard that name recently, but that is, see, for me, say that again. I said it to you recently. <laughs> That's why I was like, because you'll be looking out. You'll be making sure that I'm not out here ignorant in these streets. <laughs> we all well, so learn and growing every day. Well, you actually brought it to me, Cola, because you, you sent me a picture of him. So that's when I started looking him up. Let me be more specific. Because so it's really I you giving it to me. See, look at that love. Gave it back to me. It's like you held it for me. Right, right. I did. You say, hold right. this right here. Hold you this said, right hold here. Hold my purse. Hold I'm this. going in the shoe store. And I held your purse and sat outside the little shoe store in the mall. Oh. And I ate my little candy from the kiosk. And you know, you went and did your thing. I can see you sitting on the <laughs> purse. 
Yeah, just sitting right there with the purses, just in my phone <laughs> legs, kicking, you know, a little seven-year-old there, just kicking his legs up. He was so cute back then. I'm also thinking of the the plants in the mall, though. Can we talk about mall plants right now? Oh, quick? my God. The plants Let's in the do mall. it. Look, not the plants in the mall and in hospital lobbies. Ooh. Ooh, they be bomb. They be, they have services for that. Yes, they do. And if you have a service or you're looking for somebody to, um, you know, hire in that service, then definitely, once again, email us at theplantkiki at gmail.com. You can even email me at blackinthegarden at gmail.com. For real, and plantblurred at gmail.com. <laughs> and info at thecrazybotanist.com. Okay, because I would love to be that. taking care of somebody's plants up in the mall. In the lobby somewhere. What? But, so, and this is random, of course, but you know, it's the plant kiki. So we would be remiss if we were not getting into a kiki about them. But, okay, so what's your favorite mall plant? I love the bromeliads. I usually see a beautiful bromeliad. Yes. Yes. And they are just dope. Like, and and that's when you're not using the plastic one. Sometimes they will use a real one. Throw that one in. Yes. So I love it. My favorite is they always seem to have like hallways lined with tall ficus benjamina trees that come to my house to die. Like as soon as that plant crosses the threshold, it could be lush and gorgeous. As soon as it crosses my threshold, all of the leaves just shingle off, just drop one by one in like a rainfall. But the mall always has tons of them with all kinds of plants potted at the base. They're professionally maintained. Yes. And one time we had to go visit uh, a family member in this hospital in Long Island and they had just a whole entire forest of aglaonemas. At the time, I didn't know how to propagate it. Now, you know, if I would, your girl would have pinch propagated her some pieces. I'm sure you would have. I gotta look up Miss Aglaonema. That just- I love it. Chinese, Chinese Evergreen. Chinese Evergreen is the nickname. They do, that is a very common ass mall plant. Yes. In the mall showing out. Yes. Cause they're so, I mean, they're, they've replaced my, they, they, you know, the Calathea didn't know how to act. So here they are. They taking oh, that well. spot. She just had to go. She just wasn't qualified to. They got the same beautiful foliage and yeah. all those colors and patterns and such without yeah. all of the high maintenance. I'm starting to think about like the difference between the, the aglonemia. Is that it? Aglonema, I think. I mean, you know, I'm going to pull a Derek and I'm just going to kind of remix it a little bit. Exactly. Anemia. Okay. We know uh, what that's right. Make about. it your own. We know what you're talking <laughs> about. Personalized it. Y'all, there is a very loud car outside. I just want to acknowledge I that. I hear point. it. I hear it's it. Real life. And that's going to make it to the recording and you you will feel. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> I tried. They wanted you to know they had a car. That's why. Yes. Yes. They wanted to let me know that they haven't seen their mechanic in a little bit too okay, long. Okay, exactly. They got a hole in that muffler. I'm going to stay out of it. Okay. I love they the alternate snake. belts about to pop off. I love the snake plants in the mall, but that's not the point that I was going to make. The point that I was going to make is the difference between Miss uh, Aglaonemia and our um, Diffenbachia. Oh, yeah. There's, Don't they, they are. Similar? They're strikingly similar, but the Diffenbachia is prone to spider mites like the Alocasia. The Aglo is not. Interesting difference. Yeah. I have not had any, look, knock on some damn wood. Knock, knock. The whole drum service on that. Yeah. I have not okay. had any problem with <laughs> a drum service, okay? <laughs> Shit. I think I think one of my different bakias right now got some bitch ass spider mites. I was looking at it yesterday and I definitely saw a little tiny bit of webbing. I just feel like you have zero respect for that particular creature. I have no respect. It is the bane of my existence. It's a thorn in my side, a pain in my ass. Ooh, all of I, that. I wouldn't respect that either. Like if you coming at me mm-hmm. in all them kind of ways, in my side and my ass. In my side and my ass. It's Girl. just. Mm, that sounds uncomfortable. Very. Yeah. Pretty much so. Imagine it. So where are we at? Okay. So 
differences, snake differences between those plants, snake plants, right quick. What is this? I'm sorry, y'all. I know oh y'all. Oh my God, it's so adorable. What is it though? I think that's a, dras- a dracaena, right? Derek? It's a dracaena. Yes. I'm holding up a plant. Um, I'm actually holding up this uh, tip that fell off. Um, I'm. I thought it was going to be my emotional support plant because I'm kind of dealing dealing with something <laughs> right now, and I uh, am in an environment that I it's just been a very short amount of time, and I got the plant like you know right before I got here, and I was like, oh, it's going to be so lovely. It was beautiful out the store, and by now, um, ooh, by now at least forty percent of her foliage is like bitch bye. Oh, so, no. That's how they be, because Dracena's a funny acting. Like yeah, they are funny acting. They are. I'm I'm pretty... Sh- I, I don't know. I was about to say I'm pretty sure. I don't... I'm not sure about anything anymore. Like, you know, people talk about, oh, my plants can't take tap water. I always think that's a load of bullshit because they're getting tap at the nurseries and the greenhouses. But mm-hmm. that plant is the one that I do think is sensitive to tap water. Yeah, I think it's funny. Is, it's, you never water You know what? We're not going to make this show about this bitch because she is just being petty. And mm. I'm just going to leave her over there. And maybe you I'll try to revive her. Petty ass. I'm so busy trying to make sure that I'm reviving me. That we right, need to, exactly. I'm trying to revive the damn plant kiki, y'all. Shit. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are so happy to have y'all. And so what we going to get into on today, our Black history, we're going to take a moment. We're going to take a moment of Black history, of Black present. Ha ha. You see what I did? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I synced it. To get into Black history. And so here's where I got to begin with that is, remember last year, Derek, you were there. We had a conversation. You know, you was on Black in the Garden and we talked I to was. the GOAT, aka greatest of all time, uh, George is. Washington Carver. But that's not that's what right. Is, right. What happened that was very frustrating for me was that I was attempting to find Black botanical historical figures. Mm. Now, mm. now let, and let me be very clear because you know how much I love my Auntie Google. She wasn't really helping me. She wasn't helping. Black ass down to the library. She wasn't coming through like she was supposed to. I went to the library, kids in tow. And I actually, this is a hack. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But just rock with me on this. I went to the children's section. They were like, go in the children's, not like the baby children's, Mm -hmm. go in the children's uh, reference books. Because they have a, a way of formatting the books where they, they make the information you right. know, a bit more easy to kind of reference. Um, I That's the best way I can put it. And I remember looking through these books and I guess I checked out a few. Hopefully you would return them on time or whatever. But I don't really remember coming up with a lot. I did find many black scientists of which I'm very proud. Don't get me started lying about the names because... <laughs> But finding black historical botanical. And you know, they out there, you know it. Absolutely. Cause I'm like, yo, it can't just be George Washington Carver. So I know I had a conversation with Derek about this. And so I think that is worth noting just to say that it is pretty challenging to get that information. And I'm looking at, I'm going to put the the reference to this website. I just went on womeninhorticulture.com because I was looking for Dr. Marie Clark Taylor. Now, let Mm. me tell you how I came across her. And that's why I'm saying everything that I said about it being difficult to find this, these figures. And sometimes it's even harder to find, you know, um, relevant information about them is, um, I want to shout out the Denver Botanical Gardens, who rocks with Black in the Garden, by the way. I'm yes, sure. yes. And yeah. I was looking at their page, and they did a pretty good job of uh, listing some Black botanical figures. And um, that was one of the the figures that the name Derek that I had said to you, which I ain't shit for forgetting it after. <laughs> it's okay because here's the thing. 
Say that again. Thomas Wyatt Clark. It's okay. Thomas, Thomas Wyatt Clark. Right. Not Clark. I'm mixing it's Turner. The person we're gonna talk about is Clark. See Thomas Wyatt Turner. So you got me doing remix. it. And so the even, remix. even in the article um at the bottom, it's on like I said, womaninhorticulture.com. I'll list that in the show notes. It says, note, finding information on historic women can be a challenge. In many instances, their accounts are not recorded, they're not easily searchable, yep. or they're buried in oral histories. Mm. Now this, and, and I love a good oral history, especially as a podcaster, like obviously. This was especially true for Marie Clark Taylor. Um, I, I would imagine because she Black. Yes. That might have something to do with it. Um, black and, and so, a woman. Yeah, and so, you know, those of you who are just, like, so scholarly that you be out here just reading encyclopedias for fun, (laughs) drop some knowledge. That's funny. They don't even make encyclopedias anymore. Stop, stop, stop playing, Cola. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oral history is important. It's oh, just oh, you, ain't read, you, you didn't read my you didn't read my note. On I did, and I'm trolling you now because I feel like I am going okay. to. So you want to go there? You want to keep using the word oral, eh? I because would. oral history is important. Okay. Everybody okay. needs some oral right. history. In and you know life. what? Okay. You know what? I'm not going to allow myself to be so easily easily baited. I'm not going to grab that low hanging fruit. Boom. You shouldn't because I'm oral history is something it. we all need. Yes, I'm sure you got yes. some oral history just last night. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, she's okay. married, so it's legal. She is married, and her husband wow. like a, a smart man. Wow. So he probably was like, you know, or happy wife, here. happy life. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I okay. mean, wow. For a hot minute, okay. We beautiful. have almost twenty, almost twenty years now. And almost beautiful. Years. I mean, I just, gotta do the math real quick. Yeah, the history of that alone, <laughs> the oral history of your marriage. You know, oh what I mean? God, the oral oh, history. Keep going. Out of respect. All right, you know what? I asked for it, right? I, 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 I want to talk shit in the chat. So you did that, and you brought it you upon did. yourself. I did. I did. I brought it upon myself. My, I'm a filthy animal. I brought it upon myself. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to this woman, like. Think about it like this. So me and Cola did talk about this last year, and I've talked mm-hmm. with other people about it. You know, finding black botanists or agriculturalists or horticulturalists is hard, but it's even harder to find people who are working with fungi, the mycologists. And so because there's times where I'm like, I know like there's a couple of people I can think of now, like the myco mycosymbiote who's on the Instagram, who's doing some great things with fungi. I can think of Indy officinalis who's showing people about how to forage and get all these different things yeah and and these are just a couple of people i can think of but as far as historical people we had to be in the background somewhere but again we weren't in that point of time we weren't seen as important enough to be notes for if our stuff to be notated or else our discoveries were potentially stolen away from us or our impacts were stolen and given to somebody else because they didn't want a black face on it right and look look keep it real well we were doing the lion's share of the work, but we were not given any of the credit. Like I, I recently learned, cause as a child, you're taught that Edison invented the light bulb, right? As I learned maybe about two or three years ago, it was a black man that invented the filament. That's the fucking light bulb. Yeah, Louis Edison Latimer. only invented the, the glass casing. That's not a bulb. Without the but filament, isn't that just- you have. But isn't that just like white people? Isn't it just like white people? We invent the light and they invent the shell. Shots fired. We got the energy and they try to contain it. Ain't that just like that? Right. My goodness. I was Mm -hmm. was astonished. I was astonished. But they don't teach us about this. No. That's why we don't know. We keep a little calendar up. a little black history calendar. There's nothing, nothing like it's just got a little basic ass black and white picture and mad facts, just facts on facts on facts on facts. And I mean, the stuff that I'm learning from this little calendar every single year that's on the door, the kitchen, I'm like, God, they don't teach us shit in school. Like and you, where did you get that? Where did you get that calendar? Eddie gets it from the barbershop. 
Okay, I was about to say, if y'all could, I will pay the shipping. I need y'all to send me one next year. Oh, I, you know what? I'll get you one. Al got extra. And I'm yeah, because I... Come on now, we, me too. Yep, I got you. I got you. I got but you. But here's where I go. Here's where I go. Blackfacts.com. Blackfacts.com yes. has a slew of information. Yes. And you can just go and just be like, this is the day that these 30 things happened. Yep. And they'll link you to it's other sites. Wild. Yeah. I mean... And now, now I'm going to plug my friend's company. She recently started a company called Reconstruction US that is a Black-centered educational company for mm-hmm. youngins from like, I think it's like from the third grade all the way up through to high school. Oh, yes. Perfect timing. I have a Blackity Black. Because, you know, you got to unlearn some of the shit that we have been taught. And the, the history that they teach in school is just so wildly inadequate. Let's yeah, let's get into it because mm, when you say unlearn, it just does so much to me. I remember when I had to go through my unlearning and currently still am because they they really do. Get yeah, us, they, they did, a, did a number on our ass. They really get us good. And the thing is, it's not like it is exclusively black people who are no. undereducated. No. Or, it's incorrectly not. educated when it comes to matters of contributions of people who are not white because i mean yes yes absolutely we're gonna get into this black history but there is indigenous history and there's yep. just like all exactly. the history of all the bipoc right the black indigenous people of yep. color you know if we yes, get BIPOC. That. and <laughs> that is not the history that is predominantly taught nope that it's very Eurocentric and it's like, it's ridiculous some of the shit that we spend hours upon hours learning. It's like, how is that relevant? It's not even it's not. the country's history. Right. It's we not. Get, about the I get you can't, be, you know, you do have to learn about worlds b- bigger and broader than your own, but they rarely ever focus on any by POCs at all, unless it's a month like this, Black History Month. Uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, Women's Month. It's like, really? Yeah. Everything else is other and, cat, you know, like ghettoized over in the little corner. And that's the only time there will be any focus. Yes, ghettoized. It's the compartmentalization. Yes. Okay. Just why couldn't it just seamlessly be included? Exactly. In it edu- could quite easily be overall. Well, we, we talked about account- accountability, though. Right. To be accountable means I would have to acknowledge that my ancestry or those who are who look like me did horrible atrocities mm-hmm. not that long ago in this country and are still perpetuating them to this day. Right. Right. And that yeah. would change the narrative of these white people being like the black people are monsters and super predators and all this other stuff. Right. Would be, hmm, we are horrible. Because right. the history of white people is we went and killed a bunch of brown people all over the world. All over the damn yeah. world. Yeah, that and, and there's a th- who's the fact great meme that goes um, accountability. No, yeah, accountability feels like an attack when you have not acknowledged mm. your participation in the trauma. That's a fact. Well, I'm just saying when we start talking about things like accountability and this kind of stuff, it just it's triggering for me in in experiences that I've had with fuckboys. <laughs> Cause it's the same behavior, it's the same playbook. Yes. It is really. And it's trash and and the trauma will ensue. All right. So shout out to whoever my therapist is gonna be, because I'm gonna get me some. But let us not go too deep in the, the tangent. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> we, we could be here all night, right? Well, and I got to eat. I got to eat. That was, that was, that was the <laughs> way. Right? We could stay on that one for a while. Yep. Cold. Meanwhile, this chicken is delicious. Uh-uh, Derek. Enjoy yourself. Okay, I thought that I was about to get interrupted. I just had to get my bearings. I was trying to prepare myself for that. So Marie Clark Taylor. Now, here is another dope thing about her. See, she's a Black historic figure in botany, right? In fact, the first African-American woman to gain a PhD in botany. Okay. Okay. Guess okay. where she got that degree from? Guess where she got it from? HBCU? That's Howard? it. 
That's it. Yes, you got it. Wait a second. No, no, no. Oh, no. You know what? Let me stop lying like them fuck boys. Uh -oh. uh, the first woman of any race to gain a PhD in science from Fordham University. Oh, but here in I, the NY. I don't think that that's an HBCU. However, no, it's not. Definitely head isn't. of the botany department at an HBCU. Ah, okay. HU. Howard University. Howard University. Mm. The real HU. I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. <laughs> I know that there's going to be some listeners out there. We might get some nasty emails, but I said it. Well, if they want to send nasty emails, they need to send them to their mamas. Don't send them to us. <laughs> Derek is over like, send nodes, not nasty emails. Okay. That's uh, right. Nodes and nudes. No nasty emails. Can we stick? Why are we like this? <laughs> we're trying to talk about this black historical figure and we keep going in the gutter somehow okay. that's because we love each other this we love great. it Howard exactly. there is an auditorium there that is named in her honor and so she's born in Sharpsburg Pennsylvania I've not heard of Sharpsburg but I'm sure it is a very lovely no me neither the time was 1911 just imagine life in 1911 it was February 16th, so appropriately, she was even born in Black History Month before it was Black History Month. Shout out to Carter G. Woodson. Remember him? Yes. And she she's it seems as though she uh she spent time, you know, her formative years in DC. She graduated from high school from Dunbar, for those of you who are familiar in DC, with honors in 1929, is where she when she came out of high school. Uh she earned her um Bachelor of Science, is that what the BS is? Yes. <laughs> but the BS, yeah. I always thought that it really was really is funny. BS. I always thought that was funny. <laughs> Quite humorous, yes. The and wait a second. I'm oh, this article is it feels conflicting to me because it says she earned her BS in 1933 and and her MS in 1935 at Howard. So I'm huh. like where where did I go wrong? Wait, say it again. She earned she her BS in 1933. Okay. And mm -hmm. her MS in 1935 in botany at Howard University. Okay, so she got her undergraduate degrees at Fordham, you Fordham. said? And yes. then she got her graduate degree at Howard. But damn, it makes it sound like she finished her undergrad degree in two years. I mean Well no, she got her she got her undergrad in 33. Right. And then, and then two years later. Oh, right, 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 right. Thank you, Darren. Mm -hmm. Thank this you. Is two years. These are two years apart, like I said. Yeah, a master's, I feel like, is a two year. Yeah, it could have been a two year depending. program. Yes, yes, yes. I miss. I mean, but now yes. when it comes to black women in in academics, we really do be busting down them. Books. We be busting it. Yeah, that's that's what the real busted challenge is. We be busting <laughs> it. We be busting <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard, it, okay. I just we'll heard somebody's black wide ass, open. I just heard somebody's black ass mom or dad in the back of my mind. You know how we do when we're doing inappropriate things, and then <laughs> bust a challenge. You better bust it on them books. You better bust yes. it. Books. Exactly. You better exactly. bust open. She's gonna be talking about a book. Okay. She's gonna be buzzing. Then she on you, the phone. You, you better know that chapter as good as you know that them lyrics to that busted song. But you wasn't busting it that. on that test. Okay. that test you failed last week, huh? It's like, damn, I, can, like, I can't, even, Dad, I can't even sing a song. Right. I can't sing a song without being challenged and, about whether or not. <laughs> and then they call everybody. They call everybody. And she was over busting the challenge. I told her, she better bust it on them <laughs> you books. You better bust it out of them books. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Hey, this is how we learn shade, y'all, from our parents. This is it. This is it. It's been passed down from generations. Letting us know that we ain't busting down them books. Okay. So we ain't listen. doing enough. We ain't listen. doing enough. <laughs> okay. Marie Clark Taylor, we are here. We honor you. And we, yes, for busting down them books. Um, so she, wow. Hold on a second. Now, okay, wait, no, I was reading the wrong thing because I thought that I was reading something else, but here we go, we, we on point. So she graduated, she got her PhD in botany, right? Cum laude. How do you say that? Is it, am I saying, did I say it right? You said it I right. I think you got it right. You said it okay. right. 
So she was the first woman of any race to receive a scientific doctorate from Fordham when she received that said PhD in botany. And her research interest was plant photomorphogenesis. That's a a mouthful. It is a mouthful. And Derek, so since you are the whole entire botanist and representative, representative of that, Tell us a little bit about photomorphogenesis, because, I mean, we need to know this as plant parents. Well, you know, talking about oral history and mouthfuls, photo over... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shaking my head, y'all. You can't see me. I'm just shaking my head. SMH. She's shaking her head, but I'm feeling the energy coming to me. <laughs> when it comes to photomorphogenesis, words have meaning, party people. So photo meaning light. Morpho meaning the shape of or the form of, and the genesis is kind of the beginning, the origin, the the workings of. So this is how light can affect the physiology of plants. So photoperiodism is one thing where the plants are um, needing a certain amount of light to basically have their own resting times, quote unquote, and their own awake times, their own active growth times, sucking up light. Phototropism is light causing the plants to move towards them. And then again, that that. photomorphism, the photomorphogenesis rather can go into even using different light schedules and patterns to affect how your plants look. Like more so than just they're big and bushy, but changing the colors of them or expressing Mm. certain flavors Mm. and things of that nature. So you can get really intense by, and this isn't just by using your typical at home, like you could do this, but you would need like specific things where you can cut things on and off and have these levels of reds and blues come on. Mm. So it's some deep, divey science stuff. I'm so into that. I mean, just when when I think of like what her experience must have been like in that, and I'm I'm I would love to be able to have a conversation with her. Unfortunately, she did pass in 1990, but. I just, I can't help but wonder like how, how she conducted experiments. Cause as right. a scientist, especially when your, 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 um, at your area of, of study is in that one particular thing, that means you have to spend a lot of time doing a lot of research and a lot of experimentation. And you're talking about all these different light rays and shades and, and all of that. And I know she was she was definitely a nerd after all of our own hearts. A blurred. Yes. She had to be a blurred the indeed. Original plant blurred. Look at me. <laughs> I'm following in some great footsteps. Aren't you? Though? You really are. Yes. A blurred and a botanist. A yes. Botanist. All of that. Look at that. Yeah, I, I feel think... so special just to be in the midst of it. <laughs> But see, she's also a black woman that had something to do. Okay. And had a place to go, and that's you too. So look at all three of us. Wow. wow. I, mean, I, don't, I don't feel excluded, but look at look at you finding a place for me. <laughs> look, I'd like to make sure everybody's included. But think about it like this: when we think about these black scientists of yesteryear, like there was times where they didn't have the resources and the accesses to certain tools and resources, like their white scientific counterparts in these universities did. So like. When we talk about George Washington Carver, in his classes teaching, he had, you know, people actually make stuff. You had to make this and find that and study this. And, and you know, there were really no textbooks. You just had to kind of go off of the dome here. But in her world, it's again, like, how I do wonder, like, how did you do this? How, what tools did you use? What did you have to get somebody to rig together? Or what did you rig together yourself? So mm. it, it's really gorgeous. Wow. And speaking of rigging things together, oh my God, this is, I feel like this is my favorite part, right? So I'm, I'm going back to this article in womeninhorticulture.com and it says that during her career, Taylor organized a series of summer science institutes for high school teachers in order to introduce them to new methods of teaching science. She was changing the way the science was getting taught. Yes. And she encouraged teachers to adopt her innovative me- innovative methods. I mean, look, but it gets better. Such as using real botanical materials and light microscopes to study living cells. Your girl was into light microscopes? While we are yeah. Perkins and, and busting it and all that stuff. 
she was collecting undoubtedly and, and very excited about light microscopes so she could study living cells. And then there was grants from the National Science Foundation that allowed her to grow and develop these summer institutes between the 50s and the 60s. During the mid 60s, she was specifically requested by the president, Lyndon B. Johnson, that's who was president at the time, to expand her work nationally and overseas, bringing her teaching style to an international level. That's dope exactly. and I wrote my whole neck when I said it because I'm proud. We should be. She I think we should be proud of her and all the other achievements that all of our Black history people do. People we know, people we can research and find in a library or on Google or people doing things now or people, you know, who we will never, you know, hear of. People whose names are lost in the common space. Mm. I, I think we should be grateful. But again, I think especially when it comes to plants and our history of that, we should just reverence her as much as we can, share her information and just, you know, keep growing and keep growing. I'm excited that I just, I feel so great just to be able to have this conversation about her. And it was a really, really fun conversation. One other thing that I want to make sure that I mention is that uh, she was a chair of the botany department at Howard University. And that position was held by her until her retirement in 1976. And during that time, the department grew. And she was instrumental in the design and construction of a new biology building on that campus, which was the Botanical Greenhouse Laboratory on the rooftop of the Ernest E. Hall, wait, Ernest E. Just Hall Biology Building. So your girl's out here designing greenhouses. So like. I feel like Ernest Just was another black historical great. So that's awesome. You said Ernest E. Just? Yeah, was he in, I feel like he was another black historical great, not for bad botany, but just in general. I mean, if his name is on the biology building, then he definitely uh, had to have been doing something notable in the very least. So uh, shout out to him. And look, we done mentioned some names and by all means, name names. Able to uh, expound on them as well. Uh, I, I feel, I'm, I'm, I feel full. Yes. Yes. With with this, and that's that's pretty much it. That's that's where I want to leave it. I want to make sure that we all are, you know, mindful of the fact that our schedule is changing a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to talk over these kids because they want to wild. Out. <laughs> they want to wild out. Y'all hush. I ain't even gonna put it on mute. Just, just hush. <laughs> that's right. what children do. That's what they okay. do. Now. That's the realness. Now, interestingly enough, these these very same children are also featured on Black in the Garden in the Bug Life segment. Yes, yes. So it's not like adorable babies, random ass kids. They, you know, they fam. They all part of the production of it all. (laughs) But yes, so we are here uh, just to to give some reverence to a Black botanical uh, historical figure as a way to kick off this Negro New Year. And um, any any closing thoughts? Any um, anything you want to say to to shout her out, or or it don't have to be about her. Just you know, in I'd like I'd like to say that while we kick off the Negro New Year in February, Black History and all of our incredible contributions in the past, present, and quite you know beyond in the future and beyond should be honored and celebrated 365 damn days again. Amen. Don't let it end on February 28th. Keep that shit going. Because, you know, Afrofuturism. Okay, exactly. Name a name. I know it start with an O. Come on, you the blurred. Octavia. Oh, Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go say her last name for me. Butler, yes. and and there's a, a, an incredible there's an incredible <laughs> new black writer who dabbles in all the Afrofuturism. J.K. Jemison is that her name? Look him up. Really? And she her book is when how long until a Black Future Month? I love her. She's dope. Oh my god! That yes, is, 
Yes. My mind is blown just by the concept of a Black Future Month. A Black Future Month. Yes. And let it not be Megan K. Jemison. She the bomb. She the bomb.com. Thank you for that. Yes. Oh my God. I, that, listen, you have no idea. That really did, that moved me in a way. That resonated with you, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, Derek, how about you? The whole botanist, just one of your topics, obviously. It is. um, I don't really have much more to say, so I'm just going to add my signature on the end of what Camilla said. Oh, nice. And that that now came from both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I see what you did. You (laughs) you on that. Yes. (laughs) These kids. I heard that. I didn't hear I know, right? Time. Look, it's real I heard life. That time. It's real life. This is real deal. life. If, if I got a deal, y'all got a deal. Okay, this Fine. is real life. And so, on that note, uh, like I said, just uh, tap into these uh, show notes. Tap, tap, tap in. A, A, A. All right. And join us again. Like I said, miss us next week, but love us again the week. Yes. After. yes I like that. On the plant, Kiki, and we are so pleased that you are here with us, lending us your ears. And we also want to give a shout out to uh, Brian and Gloria. Gloria. (laughs) Don't let one go by without that. Nope. Want to give a shout out to our (laughs) beloved and esteemed co-host as well in the plant, Kiki. And I'm just, I'm I'm done, really. So we just go peace out. And we will talk to y'all soon. Boom shakalaka.